Well, hello there. Welcome to the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. This is the place to learn how to speak English fearlessly. Every week, I'll share tips, practical exercises, and inspiring stories from people just like you who are working to speak English fearlessly. Who am I? That's a great question. Well, my name is Aaron. I taught English for over 16 years in Mexico City. During that time, I also became fluent in Spanish. And I know exactly what it feels like to try to learn a new language. I know how terribly frustrating it can be because it feels like it's taking forever to make progress. I know how many times you feel like giving up. And I know how lonely it can be when you can't communicate with anyone around you, especially because of your language skills. So if you're wanting to grow your English skills and speak English fearlessly, then this is the place for you. Today, we're going to be focusing on the habit of quality versus quantity. And if you remember really quick, the first two habits are the habit of contact. That's right. The habit of contact. You need to increase your contact with English. The second habit is the habit of frequency. Yeah, you need more contact during the day with English. Not long spaces, short and repeated again and again during the day. Well, today I'm going to be talking with you a little bit about the quality of those contacts that we've been just talking about. Because there is a difference between how you can connect with something and how you can just kind of be there in the middle of it and it just kind of going over the top of your head and not really going in. I, I realize that that didn't come out very well, but have you ever been in school or listening to some presentation if you're at work and maybe you're, you're there physically, your body is there, and I have to say that this happens to me more more times than I care to admit. But maybe you're just not interested in what's going on. As the person is talking, your mind is elsewhere. You know, they're, maybe they're talking about something really important for them or for the company. But you're in your head, you've already checked out. And you are maybe thinking about what you're going to make for supper or how hungry you feel today or how boring this is. And I, I don't want to be here. All of that's going on in your head. And you're not paying attention to what the person is sharing with you. And this can happen in your contact times with English. So let's say, for example, you're... you're goal was to listen to your favorite song or your favorite singer, your favorite group in English. There are at least two ways that you can listen to that. There, there might be more, but <laughs> but what what I want you to notice is that you can have your your headphones on Maybe as you're sitting in the bus on the way home, or maybe you have the radio on or your iPad playing somewhere or your whatever it is that you, your cell phone, you probably use your cell phone. Hello. <laughs> you use your cell phone to play music, but you could be driving along with the music playing and you're just kind of hearing the music in the background, but you're not really focusing in on what the words are. 
That's what I'm getting at. It doesn't matter what you're doing in English if you're not focusing on it. If your thing is reading, you know, if you're just trying to read something in English, there are ways that you can be reading something and you're not really interacting with it. You know, you're just reading it to get down to the end of the page. And if you were to ask, what did you just finish reading? Uh, I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I missed it. That happens to all of us, even in Spanish, your first language. For me, in English, it happens all the time. I'm just there. I'm engaging with my language, but I'm not paying attention to it. That's what this core habit is all about. Making sure that you are paying attention to what you decide that you want to focus on during the day. And how we're going to do that, for example, if you are, if your goal is to listen to a song and understand what the words are, I challenge you to write what those words are, what the lyrics are. See if you can write it out without cheating. No cheating. See if you can, through repetition, through that frequency habit, begin to write out the words of the song. At first, this is going to be really hard. And that's okay. You'll, you'll feel like, oh my gosh, it's taking me forever to get the words down for the song. And that's totally fine. That kind of practice is so helpful. It's training your ears. Believe it or not, your ears can be trained to pick up pronunciation in English, to pick up words in English. And once you start training your ears to hear English, can you guess what's going to start happening when you are talking with somebody in English? That's right. You're going to start understanding more. And it's going to feel pretty darn incredible. And I'd just like to share a quick story with you of a time that this happened to me when I was in Mexico. Part of my job, as I told you before, was, was teaching English. That was my job. It wasn't part of it. It was all that I did to make money there. I taught English. And sometimes I would have to travel two hours to get to a class. I mean, Mexico City is it's huge. It's massive. And it would take two hours to get from my house to where my class was more often than not. And then another two hours to go back. So you can already see there is a space in my life where I could be practicing my English. And I did notice that eventually. And I started to use it, which is what this story is all about. I had to take these little buses. They were called micro buses to get from uh, the subway station to where my class was. <laughs> And those little buses very often had loud music playing in it. And, you know, at first, I just found it annoying. I, I didn't like the kind of music that was being played, so I just tuned it out. I would open up a, an English book. I was reading The Lord of the Rings during that time. So I would use that time, that, you know, hour-long commute from the from the subway to the to my class i would just try to get ahead in, in my book and i would try to tune out the song or tune out the radio or tune tune out the the blaring music that was going on around me and then i realized something wait a minute i'm trying to improve my spanish here this is a great opportunity for me 
I mean, I'm not doing, I don't need to do anything else. I can just be bopping around in the bus, just like all the other people in there. And I could just be trying to figure out what the song was about. And there, it doesn't matter what bus you go on. They all played the same style of music. And very often there would be like these hits or favorite songs that, I, I don't know. I think all the bus drivers kind of like, had a, a love affair with this this these songs because they would I would I would hear it a lot like very similar uh similar music yes but the same song oftentimes would be blaring in various buses as I go along so it gave me the chance to really start paying attention to what the song was about and it didn't take me too long to start putting together the story that the song was telling. Just big idea stuff. I mean, I wasn't connecting with the nitty-gritty details of it, but I was starting to piece together, oh, this person has a loved one who is far, far away, and they really miss him. I mean, I didn't know the details of the story, the rest of the things that the song was talking about, but as I started paying attention to some of these songs, I started to connect to the story that they were singing about and that was pretty exciting for me but i'll never forget the day when i figured out word for word what was going on in a song i was so excited and it took me a long time i'm not saying that this was just like a one day and and i was good i really had to focus hard when that song that one song came up but it made a huge difference for me. It helped my ears, first of all, begin to hear what was happening around me. Whereas before, it would just be like washing over me and I wasn't paying attention. You know, another thing that, that my wife and I did, well, back then when she was helping me with it, we were still dating. We were boyfriend and girlfriend, but she would take me to the movies. And in Mexico... Unfortunately, most of the time, the movies are in English. So, so right there, that's working against me, right? But she had, she was smart. She still is smart. But she would take me to kids' movies. Yeah. And most of the time, those movies were in Spanish. So I had to really pay attention to it. I, like, I remember her taking me to see, like, uh, uh, what was the movie? Tarzan. I remember her taking me to see the animated Tarzan movie from Disney. And it was in Spanish. No English subtitles at all. And the movie theater was filled with kids. And I remember going into that movie thinking, I'm not going to understand any of it. But I knew the story. I kind of knew the story anyway. So that kind of helped. But I decided to embrace this as an opportunity for me to practice. And... I didn't understand the, everything going on inside, but I started to pick up phrases and words that I knew. And so I was starting to understand what was happening in the movie. So that's, that's what this core habit is all about. Not just letting your contact with English wash over you when you're not really engaging with it. You don't want that to happen. Instead, you want to be intensely focused on what you are engaging with. In fact, when you are doing this kind of practice, 
when you're done, you should be mentally tired. If you're doing it right, you should feel tired. Not physically necessarily, but on the inside, because you are focusing your attention on what you are hearing or what you are reading or what you are watching. And if you're doing it right, it should make you feel tired. It's deliberate. And if you do that on a regular basis, because we're talking about habits, that's what this is. This is like, for me, one of my biggest habits is drinking coffee. I do that every day. I love my morning cup of coffee. And I hate it when I don't get to have my morning cup of coffee. Think about it like this with your English practice. These habits, I hope that I can encourage you to develop to develop a love for them so that you want to do it every day. And I promise you, my friend, if you continue to engage with this, you'll begin to see that Spanish bubble disappear. And your English skills are going to take off. You're going to overcome the gravity of Spanish that's keeping you down, that's making you feel frustrated. And you're going to rocket up into space. And you're going to feel so good about it. Did you just hear me say Spanish bubble? So if you've just dropped into this podcast, like this is your very first episode, maybe, well, first of all, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. But I just mentioned something that might seem strange to you. Or maybe if you've been following along, you kind of forgot about it. So I just wanted to circle back for a minute and point out to you what this whole Spanish bubble is all about. Just as a reminder. The whole point of these habits that we've been talking about. The habit of contact. That's the first episode. The second episode, the habit of frequency. The next episode was all about the habit of dealing with embarrassment, of, of being uncomfortable, of putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. And then today, the habit of quality practice versus quantity. All of this is meant to work together. It's meant for you to take it and use it a little bit each day in order to help you increase your contact with English, increase the amount of time that you are doing things in English. Because around you, probably right now, if you've been living here in Canada for a while and you've been struggling to improve your English, but it just feels like it's not going anywhere, probably what's happening is that You've got this invisible bubble of Spanish around you. That's what I was talking about. Popping that Spanish bubble. Those habits are designed to help you do that. The thing is, if you've been here for a while, if you've been living in Canada for a while, and your English skills aren't growing, and you're starting to feel really frustrated about it, that bubble is probably what is happening to you. If you look around, you probably have surrounded yourself with Spanish-speaking friends. During the day, maybe you need to use English a little bit because of work or because of, you know, doing daily life things like going to the grocery store or whatnot. But 
if you take a look at your life, if you do an audit, you know, a check of all the things that you do during your day, maybe you'll discover that the majority of those things are being done in Spanish. That's that Spanish bubble. And that Spanish bubble is working against you. At first, that we, we talked about this in episode one, at first, that bubble was there to protect you. It was there to help you as you've tried to get used to living in a new country. It's part of your comfort zone, and it's something that all of us do. I did it when I lived in Mexico, but in reverse. Instead of having a Spanish bubble, I had an English bubble, and it started to work against me. I encourage you to check out the first episode if you are just joining us. I tell that story a little bit more. But these habits are vitally important, my friend. You don't need another English class. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. You don't need another English class if that's the only time you practice English. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. You don't need another English class if that's the only time each week that you practice your English. And all the other time, you're only using Spanish. Your English classes are helping, but very, very little. You want to see progress that happens faster. You don't want to be another year or two years or three years or more struggling with English, do you? I know you don't. I know you want to be able to use English just like you're able to use Spanish fluently, with confidence, without fear. My friend, English classes once or twice a week aren't going to do that for you. They're going to help. But you need to start including these habits that I've been teaching you about into your everyday life. They are designed to help you get into contact with English on a regular, everyday basis, not just when you have English class. That's the secret to popping that bubble. More contact with English means less contact with Spanish. I know, that's pretty smart, isn't it? But that's what you're looking for. That's how you pop your Spanish bubble, by increasing your contact time in English. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope that it was an encouragement for you to focus on quality, not just quantity. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you next Tuesday for the next edition of the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. My friend, are you struggling right now with your self at prep? Does it feel like you're lost? And everyone around you knows what they're doing except you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you don't have someone to ask, um, hello, I'm here. And I'm not even waiting for you to ask for help. I'm inviting you to come and work with me. I'm an experienced English teacher and certified CELPIT trainer. And I can help you prepare for your exam. So if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed with what to study next for the CELPIP exam, and if you're ready to get friendly support and encouragement when you're having a hard time, 
then today is the day for you to connect with me. I want to work with you. Just go to www.selfipsuccess.com forward slash listener and you'll get a 25% discount when you join the Selfip Success School. I'll put a link for that in my show notes, but that link again is selfipsuccess.com forward slash listener and you will get a 25% discount. The Selfip Success School combines weekly assignments that you can do on your own with unlimited support from me, as well as weekly live coaching calls. Let's work together and conquer the self exam.